Hello and welcome to Heart Standard post-match briefing as myself, Joel Skett, and James Kearney. James Kearney uh, will go through Heart of Lothian's 1-0 win over St Johnston in the Scottish Premiership. That was Heart's third league win in a row for the first time since between December 2021 and January 2022. So a long time coming. Yep. It was a tense, nervy, tight affair where St Johnson came and got their tactics pretty much spot on and it was, uh, we thought it was Liam Boyce who scored mm. the opener and the winner, but it actually turned out to be Lauren Shankland who diverted uh, Boyce's effort into the back of the net pass. Expertly. Expertly, yeah. 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 Uh, speaking to speaking to Nate Smith and Boyce afterwards, there was no, there was no real issue. Uh, with, no. with, with it, and uh, I, I thought that was a bit surprising because I figured, like, you know, presumably these guys are getting goal bonuses and the yeah, rest yeah. of the probably a few grand, or, you know, or maybe that's what you said, but yeah, you know, I mean, there's something you know, steady on the hearts about the hearts of that, yeah, 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 it was, it was essentially a really important goal that gave Hearts three points coming into a really, really big period between now and the winter break. That we're not going to talk about bigger picture stuff. We're going to talk about the game itself, which ninety minutes. I'm not going to lie, uh, James. I didn't enjoy that ninety minutes because it was it was cold mm. and after a positive opening, it turned into uh, turned into a slog. But we will get there. Um, let's 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 talk about the uh, actually let's talk about the 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 starting eleven because we you predicted it and we there was logic behind it but it didn't really click didn't really work yeah I think so um I think that you know again this is all with the benefit of that's what that's all we can do that's all we can do but yeah I think that I mean I, yeah as I said before the game I, I thought the team made sense I can see the logic in getting squeezing Grant at uh, Grant and Lowry into the same team but then I think that actually it, there was quite a bit of a midfield imbalance in the end because of that. I thought that Hearts struggled to win the ball back because when you look at that midfield three of Beringame, Grant, Lowry, neither none of those three are particularly good at winning the ball back. You know, yeah. Grant and Lowry in particular really aren't good at that. No, no. You know, so I, I think that that, that did hurt Hearts a bit because I, I think actually throughout the course of the game, St. Johnson probably had more of the ball and more kind of attacks and more spells of pressure than... Mm-hmm. I think certainly either was expected, you yeah. know, and I think that that's a big part of it's the fact that you know Hearts because they didn't have that ball when early and somebody like Akami Devlin or even Akam Dunhoff, I think that then gave St Johnson the chance to like kind of spring forward on occasion and sometimes on the counter and things like that. So yeah, I, I thought you know credit to St Johnson. I, I was predicting that it would be proper backs to the wall stuff, kind of like Libby. Yeah, I, to be fair, I think you know, Naismith said said that's what he saw, but. I've got to be honest. I thought they were. I think yeah. that's a bit harsh. I thought they were. You know, there were definite spells, particularly towards the end of the first half and start of the second, where they had hearts under real pressure. You could, you, the crowd were feeling it. You know, yeah, you yeah. see, they were, the but crowd were not happy about it. One bit. It did. It did start off. It did start off that way that you thought that Johnson were very much going to be in the Livingston, uh, the Livingston mold, um, and the Motherwell mold of hearts going to have 65, 70, 75 percent possession. But actually, um, early, quite early on. Levine and Andy Kirk called Stevie May across and mm. basically uh, asked him to pass on a message. And they had started with like, I think basically it was like a four, sorry, a three, 
four, one, two with Matt Smith. He was pushed up against Benny Benigami, but they basically told Smith to drop deeper and they just had this flat three and mm. then obviously made it diff- more difficult for Hearts to come through. And Levine did say that he wasn't really happy with the first 15 minutes. After the first 15 minutes, that's when that's that, that 15 minutes Hearts dominated and that's but after that 50 minutes when St. Johnsy came in and looked more purposeful with the ball. Mm, yeah, a lot more, yeah. Cause I, and that, that's the thing, is like, you know, the first 10, 15 minutes or so of that game, Hearts were excellent. You know, they were playing some really nice mm-hmm. stuff. They were attacking with pace, purpose, nice few one-touch passes, things like that. I mean, would have been a goal of the season contender oh, as well for Alex Copper. Incredible, in, absolutely right? incredible just, bit of fair bit of play. Just a yeah, wonderful play for everyone involved. Like, after this break, and you, you're watching it and thinking, oh, all right, great, here we go. Yeah, this is going to be, this is looking good. But then, you know, as we've seen a lot of the times this season, the sting was kind of taken out of the game, and all of a sudden, Tarts didn't have, weren't quite as free flowing. They were struggling. They're a bit again, a bit ponderous in possession. Maybe not getting from back to front quick enough. All the usual things that we've seen plenty yeah. of times this season, and, and you start to go, "Oh no!" <laughs> that, that's that's where that's we've we talked about it coming. In. That's where an early goal is, is so big. That exactly, if you get that early goal within that fifteen minutes, that fifteen minute window when we're on top and we played some really good stuff. The, it just com- it completely changes the um, the direction of the game, the, di- the dynamics of the game. But not scoring that fifteen minutes, you, teams are like, right, we've made it through the first fifteen minutes. Let's take a breath, and then we'll we'll start again and kind of ease mm-hmm. ourselves further up the pitch and make it more difficult. And that was, I think, Carts fans deserve a lot of pre- um, a lot of credit this season for being so patient with yeah. the team with the team and he did especially in the second half that frustration understandably so got the got the better for me they had booze because there was a there was a point where the ball went back to Benny uh, which which uh, uh, didn't sit well with uh, mm. fans and then it went straight back to went from uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so Benny to Kent and then Kent to Clark and then just uh, understandably like an eruption because you you're just want you you're in the St. Johnson half and you've got pressure on them you want to keep that pressure on you like kind of, you kind of stand on their neck and mm-hmm. you just want to keep that pressure on and then like I said it takes that it takes that sting out of it and you, you recycle possession and you see the stats after that it was very clear that St. Johnson was like just like can't have the ball because mm. he I, I made a note of it in my analysis he had 113 touches and the next person was with the most was Kai Rose on like sixty five, wow. and then he had a hundred passes, and then the next person was Kai Rose with sixty. So it was just that it was it just seemed like ninety minutes of Frankie Kent having the ball in and around the centre circle. No, yeah, there was a lot of that. But you know, to be fair, I think again that was quite working quite well for St Johnston. Mm. And yeah, I think tactically they did a good. They had the game with a good plan, and it almost you know they could have got got something out of that game. I mean, were not for. An absolutely brilliant save from Xander Clark. Yeah, in the first half. Really could have easily been ahead. You know, I think that's one of those shots where you look at it and go, even if that goes in, you can't really be mad at the goalie. I mean, it's because yeah. it's just from such so close range, yeah, so yeah. quick. So yeah, I mean, that was a big, big moment in the game. But I mean, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was, like we're saying about the pressing. Um, you know, in possession we saw Nathaniel um, Phillips. Is it Nathaniel? No, Daniel Phillips. Daniel Phillips. Daniel Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Daniel Phillips. Sitting as a kind of number six in possession, but then out, out of possession when Hearts were building up, he was almost like a number ten. He was basically just marking Beningamy, mm. you know. And again, that just again it just cut off that passing lane, and then also the two wide forwards were cutting off the two wide centre backs. So again, it kind of you know, that's why there was so much of Kent. He's kind of moving forward the ball, kind of waiting to see if he could draw yeah. a man, you know, because he didn't really have anywhere else to go. So it was, it was interesting from that perspective. And then the other, uh, I was just going to say about well, the other thing as well that. I thought, I mean, we, we spoke about it and we were surprised this, this man came out for the second half, but Alan Forrest today up yeah. against um, 
looks uh, Robinson. David Robinson. Yeah, just again, I think it became apparent by about the twenty-fifth minute or so, about halfway through the first half, is that it just wasn't working. I mean, when Hearts were attacking down that wing and forced out the ball, he got the ball in good positions a lot of the time. Did the same thing. He did the same thing every single time. He just kept trying to you know, go wide, head down, get get beyond the man, then give a low ball back across the face of goal. So the problem was though that didn't come off once because Not Robinson, Robinson looked, uh, he looked bigger, stronger, and quicker. Than yeah. him, and, and and both and then he took him forward because there was there was, a, there was another moment where uh, St John's were, were like trying to pass the ball and uh, were, were passing the ball and Stevie May was constantly telling them get down the left, mm. uh, get down their left because Robinson had the again had the beating off Forest going forward. There was two or three teams got in behind. Yeah. Got in behind. There was uh, balls in behind. It was kind of clear that they had, they targeted Forest as a weak point defensive somewhere somewhere where they could get in, and they certainly did that with, um, uh, with, with relative ease in the first half. And probably the biggest the the, the biggest bonus for Hearts because I was surprised to see Forest come back out for the second half mm-hmm. because we saw it against Motherwell where Motherwell made the change and there was a lot of attacking going down for the side, so they, they switched it. Yep. Toby Semicon and it worked really well. But, but that's what I thought would happen, but the, the boost was Andy Constantly ended up getting injured. Mm. So they had to move Luke Robinson into this uh, the centre-back exactly, yeah. So then that, that kind of threat was take, taken away, so Forrest could go on until he was replaced by by Yutaro uh, Odom. Mm. Also and, unfortunate, again, we said this, I'm sure it's around inside the seat at the time, but... Um, right before like Forrest's last action was, was, like, really good, yeah. was actually to beat the man with yeah. a free kick and did very well. So, yeah. Okay, that's the first time you've done it, but right, see you later on. But yeah, it's, it's one of those where you look at we 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 felt off our that like writing our analysis, you're like you you've just watched the hearts win one 0 uh, get a big three points, but there wasn't a lot of positives to be written up, like individual mm. individual performances that weren't like massive, and no one like really no. stood out. And yeah. the, the the performance itself was was more. It was it was a game that had to be endured rather than enjoyed, and that was kind of reflected in our lack, probably maybe our lack of positivity and writing. But it's it just one of those games where got the job done. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't entertaining. It needs to be a lot better going forward. But it's um. So you had to kind of balance the two. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think that's basically it. Yeah, I think it's a very dull but important three points, and that's kind of the long and short of it. To be honest, again, we've seen this kind of game a lot this season, and yeah, you're right. I mean, there was no, I think, yeah, again, I didn't think Alan Forrest had a game, but apart from him, I didn't think anyone was particularly poor, um, especially from a Hearts perspective. And then do you think well, nobody was particularly good either? I think I think mm. it's like kind of six out of tens across the board. So I, it, you know? I felt I felt we were. But we were probably wasteful in possession in times. I thought the decision yeah. maker was, was was really poor um, individually and probably collectively. And again, you bring it back to the way we the way we set up and the a complete like going in when we're talking about it beforehand. You like makes sense. We're gonna have a lot of ball. Let's get loads of uh, ball players in there, and then you got uh, the wide players to stay wide and stretch the game. But today, really hammered home was the the, the lack of. I think the lack of pace thinks hearts mm-hmm. hearts do um, do lack pace mm-hmm. and also runners guys who want to run beyond the ball because mm-hmm. we kind of talk, talked about that with uh, voice afterwards where you've got boys Lowry, Grant and uh, and Shanghold who all want to come to yeah. The ball. They all want to pick up the ball, and then all four of them as well. Even if they go right, okay, I'll be the one that runs in behind. They're not quick enough. They're yeah. not. That, they're not. That there, there was one point in the uh, in the second half when uh, Hearts had a brilliant opportunity to counter. Um, Boyce had the ball kind of near the halfway line, 
plays a ball through to Shankland. And like Shankland just about gets there and then it's basically a one yeah. one of the defender in the way as well. But against just they just don't have that pace. Yeah, a pace here striker, they're clean through on goal for a one on one. Yeah. And against just that the pants a little bit off and then yeah, again the pace wasn't quite there. And I think to be fair, in the last kind of ten minutes or so, but I think we did see that from Vargas. I think he was yeah. doing it, you know, I think that's exactly what he is good at in that kind of slightly kind of like the Josh Ginelli role, you know, and yeah, playing beyond getting in behind. And I think we did see that from him to his credit. Um, yeah, not not convinced that uh, by his um, antics for the penalty though. I don't think that was very clever. Yeah, it seems. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, such because I would have done this exact same in the exact same scenario. If I was getting the ball quick, and then say, "Oh, there's a there might be a food dang, uh, dangle out there." So again, you're just anticipating some contact. And yeah. I'm going to go down. I'm I'm not going to be critical of that. But we, I, I mean, that probably brings us on to. Um, uh, decision that we're more than happy to be critical of, and that is uh, John Beaton's failure to uh, award Alan Forrest a penalty kick for an incident which involved himself and Luke Robinson. Mm. But not only John Beaton for not uh, giving it, but then for not uh, obviously they would have looked at it at VAR because uh, having having done some features on VAR and been to the like the VAR room, everything gets checked. Like yeah, you know, people, yeah. people, people might think, oh, why, why is VAR not looking at it? VAR looks at everything. Oh, it's constant. Yeah, it's it, it lo- constant. looks at every kind of thing. But it's um, so it would even class as a silent check. Whereas I'm just astounded that they didn't bring him over to having. We've just seen one clip from uh, before coming on yeah. to record this, and, and it very much looks like Robert uh, Forrest has nicked the ball away, and Robinson has stood on his the top of his foot. Yeah, I think you know, Forrest gets the ball first, Forrest cleanly kicks the ball, and then it's kicked. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you can't you know, that's a penalty, you can't do that, you can't go and just kick people, you know, that stuff out. So um yeah, I think it's hard. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, in real time at the time I wasn't sure it was a penalty, I didn't mm. think it was. But again, this is why we've got VAR, you know. Yeah. Like okay, I, I, so I, I can understand why the original uh, wasn't originally given. I mean, as I said, I'm I, I didn't even think it was, you know, so that's fine. But then Although yeah, what we say is John Beaton's got a lot better, but a lot better view than the two of us. That's true, exactly. Yeah, but, I, but the point is, that, yeah, I don't understand why that's not going that far. To be honest, yeah. I, I don't really get it. Um, the only thing I can think of is that yeah, it doesn't qualify as a clear and obvious error, but I don't really understand how again yeah, either. Considering the, the again, I think something that needs to have mentioned was the lack of consistency, mm-hmm. and we've seen ones where uh, where. It has been given as a apparently, and it's not clear and obvious. It's it's it, it is that lack of real lack of consistency. It's just frustrating them. I think the frustration as well is because look at the last game at Firth Park as well, where yeah. Hearts could have easily ended up with two penalties in that game. Yeah. Got, again, got zero. Um, and then so, you had the like the, the the Celtic penalty here. I know it didn't make much of a difference, but Kyle down on going under down under mm-hmm. like Cochrane's Cochrane's challenges. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was soft, but probably a penalty, which I know most Hearts fans disagree with. Yeah. So yeah. I know, you can email me and shout at me on Twitter if you want. But that, uh, um, but it was, that, but that one was a lot softer than the Forest incident. I would have said so. Yeah, 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 yeah I would have said so. And, and then another, another game, uh, Varg right, but just I don't like talking about it because I don't like it at all. But mm. uh, was you seen it with the the goal uh, boys slash Shankland's goal? Mm. We're all kind of just everyone was kind of just waiting for it to be chopped off and just <laughs> it just because of the appeals, it just uh, it's just uh, just a weird weird uh, situation. I think it's because particularly the way the heart players, it was all very the celebrations were all very muted. Yeah, and obviously the same the Johnson players were all kicking off and surrounding the referees. So you kind of go, oh right, okay, I see what's happened here. Yeah, but it's obvious that. You know, obviously the Saints players considered Shanklin to be offside, and you know it wasn't. You know, I guess it's as simple as that. But obviously, 
Um, and that, that sort of stuff happens in real time. Like, you know, you could easily be a yard offside or just a, a, wee, a wee bit heel or a shoulder. Mm. And that's, it, that's all it yeah. takes, you know. I suppose, is there anything, anything else more to add? Um, was it more, again, it was, it was an important win, but an instantly forgettable performance. Yeah. It was one if I was if I was sitting in the stands, I would have been nudging my mates, like, let's go to the pub, please, because mm. it's cold and this is not enjoyable. Very cold, yes. So, um, no, yeah, I think, you know, glad to get the win. Um, but let's, I was going to say, let's never speak about it again, but we're going to be speaking about it again. Yeah, probably. We'll have analysis pieces yeah. and that'll come out as well. So, actually, we'll be speaking about it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I suppose that's the best place to leave it. On, on the site just now, you can go into heartstandard.co.uk and you'll see our instant analysis of the game uh, and there's um, everything that Stephen Aisman said afterwards and uh, some stuff, some quotes from Craig Levine as well who spoke about uh, his kind of happiness about St John's performance. He praised Boyce and Shankland and then he had gave it that kind of wee smile and talked about his disappointment of getting uh, the lack of stick from uh, from Hearts fans. But they are all on the site just now and the site is currently running a Black Friday or Black Friday offer until next Friday where you can get a... Uh, um, your subscription for £10 and that runs until Friday and it'll be our best offer yet. So, yeah, uh, be sure to check that out. This will also be now be available as a podcast uh, by this evening and over the next few days we'll have some analysis from uh, from today's game, some more videos, some uh, Tactical PCs, mm-hmm. some interviews coming out as well. So and uh, Liam Boyce Q and A will be got Liam Boyce Q and A will be got on uh, tomorrow night. So be sure to check out everything that. But until until Monday when we get uh, together and speak, have a nice weekend and goodbye.